Hello, how's it going? Hello. How are you? Yo, back? dude. What up? Uh, hello, hello, hooray. Hello. What's <laughs> up, Eric? Much. What's up, man? Good to see you. Last time, Oscar, did you get a haircut? Oh, I did, yeah, sadly. It's good, man. You're the only person Thanks, I've noticed this year that's had a haircut because I haven't seen anybody often enough to notice that people have gotten haircuts. There you go. I also had a lot of hair. A little shorter than I wanted, but you know, we're here. Looks yeah. good. It looks back. good. Hey, thank you. That's the real reason I logged on is just for the emotional support. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah me too. <laughs> Gotta get the that dose of affirmation. I've been thinking about it for months, but I kept like holding back because I was like, it's gonna feel silly to go get a haircut. And it's like such an obvious like visual, like, oh, like you did a thing. But <laughs> uh, it was good. It was outside and like the barber wore a mask the whole time. So I was like, all right. Oh, that's cool. I feel like getting an outdoor haircut. That must was that nice? It seems like it'd be really nice. My favorite part about about haircuts is you get to go inside. It's like why I go. It's all about being inside. Free air conditioning. Scott loves being Love it. Love it. Use somebody else's bathroom. It's just great. Scott's the opposite of claustrophobic. That's right. I'm agoraphobic. Yeah, the barber I went to was like, oh, we keep the door locked. You have to come to the back in case a health inspector comes. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> you keep every door locked, wow. every window, everything locked. You can't leave. I got my eye, uh, eyebrows waxed at a salon recently. She just kind of did it. It's usually like in the back room. You lay on a table. They do their thing, whatever. Um, but this was like by the door on a little chair like with the door cracked open you know and she's just like trying to do it like as fast as possible she did it really fucking fast <laughs> wait is it like is it like threading or like well, how did she get fast or she's no, like she just waxed it but she like oh, yeah. already preset all the strips instead of like they usually do it one at a time but she just like preset like a bunch so she, she could just be like bam 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 <laughs> get all knocked out. it hurt like a motherfucker i haven't had them done in like over a year and i thought it, i was gonna be it's so funny how we're like admitting stuff like it's a crime like okay guys i did went i went to do this thing <laughs> i know i'm not even saying like it was a crime i'm saying i'm excited that i was able to do something that i was able to do for long long time no but but they're def i feel like there is there definitely is this like this like whenever you describe anything that you do it's always like Okay, I went and did this thing. Here are all the reasons it was safe. It was like this, there was this, there was this. Of course. Of course. There were filters. We were outside. Hey, you know what? At least that means we're trying to be good people. That's right. Assholes wouldn't even try to justify it. They'd be like, yeah, I went and. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I fucking went. Yeah, I fucking threw a rave in my house. So what? Yeah, I licked every surface. It was great. At my own rave. <laughs> we got Darren's head popping into the chat. Oh, no, he just left. Darren always has, I don't even know what he had to have your camera like this. Darren's head is always like this. Every time, man, it kills me. Scott. <laughs> no, Scott, you're done. You got a nice head of hair there. It's pretty tall. But Scott, you're not setting up the, the hyper low shot. So you're not. Yeah, no, it's. Power. This is not quite right. Have y'all been on Clubhouse? I wasn't invited. I've heard of it. Mm-mm. No. Nobody? What, that is. what is it? It's this new uh, app that's been like 
popping off. It's a it's a social media app, but it's audio only. So like you you go on and there are these different rooms. Let's say one of them was like improv, former UCB people, and like you can go in and there are moderators and they talk and then like you raise your hand to go up on stage and you can also talk. But the topics are all over the place from like mm. you know working in the industry to like cryptocurrency to health and wellness so is there a UCB one you're, you're not telling us about uh no i haven't seen one <laughs> i have seen improv stuff but long time good, no good. See. you look exactly in a minute <laughs> good that's my master plan never, <laughs> to never change <laughs> i like it i like it nice how is everyone good good Good. Good. Me and Darren went to Laguna Beach today. Oh, how was that? Ooh, it was nice. nice. It was so beautiful. The water was like so blue and mm-hmm. yeah. Was it cold out there? Well, no, no, it was really warm. It was it was almost hot. Wow. <laughs> I almost wanted to go in the water, but I did not. Almost. Darren got sprayed with water though. Oh my god, it was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those like cliffside, like mm. you know, you could like walk out to the rocks or whatever. So wow. the rain, they just splash. And sometimes they splash, it's just a little bit, and you're like, oh, okay. The rocky spray. That's yeah. very and like sometimes they splash and you know your whole body's gonna get soaked. And that's kind of what mm-hmm. happens a little bit. Wow, that's beautiful. It's very cinematic. I wish I would have uh, I feel like it was like the like the world was just like fuck you like, <laughs> it, was, it was like it was like literally a rock that like liz was like hey watch out and then like she ducked and then the water seemed to curve around the rock and smack me in the face <laughs> because i knew i knew it was gonna come out like if we get on the other side of the rock you know i felt like i was in a comfortable safe distance <laughs> and cover and it didn't happen that way Mm-hmm. It, ha- it happens to the best of us. It happened to me before, <laughs> another time. So, <laughs> Dorshay, where's your video? Yeah, Dorshay, where you at? So, Dorshay, why are you hiding, Dorshay? Yeah, don't hide. He's probably like on mute, like going to the bathroom or something. It is like, oh shit. Son says, "Don't hide," as his camera is facing the ceiling. And <laughs> don't <the> hide. <laughs> <laughs> Come out of hiding. <laughs> I love your lighting in there. There's a little pink hue to it. Yeah, it's just a lamp with a pink bulb in it, so I'm very fancy. I have a UV light I've been putting in my living room. It's kind of been helping me a little bit. I mean, it's been less like cold and rainy as mm-hmm. it was a couple weeks ago, but it's been good. I like that. The UV light helps. What is the what is the idea there? Well, I got it originally for my plant, and I just like don't get any direct light to my apartment, and I don't want mm. it to die. But I have it like kind of high up. So it kind of just like goes over the living room and it just feels like cozier during the day, like less cold. I feel like I'm just, I'm spending less money on my heaters because of it. I don't know. Do you have any plants you're trying to keep alive? Zero. I'm not a plant person. Got no green thumb. Anybody who can keep a single plant alive is incredibly impressive. I've had it almost all quarantine. It has not died yet. Eric, have you ever been to an arboretum? I think your mind would be blown. (laughs) One day I hope to go. I don't think I can handle it yet. They managed to keep thousands of plants alive. (laughs) No way, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Thousands of plants. I think it's another short one, actually. I think it's only like 15 minutes. I'm finding that the older ones 
from the 30s and 40s are a little bit shorter. I think the attention span wasn't as like long, you know, they're like, oh, this is good enough. Yeah, they were going through the depression. They didn't have time. They needed TikToks. They needed short radio shows. <laughs> History repeats itself. It truly does. History repeats itself. Yeah. <laughs> I could see you guys as like, really animated history professors <laughs> like every yeah. every kid in the school loved you that's the best history teacher ever oh when you said animated i thought you meant like cartoon history animated like oh my like god magic school bus style yeah it should be more like teaching duos Ooh. <laughs> oh my god that would be duo. a funny it's the first teacher duo <laughs> Good teacher, totally, bad teacher. I totally oh. missed the part about before this. My, my Siri came on. I don't know how, but like it, it cut out the audio. So what, what, who's a history teacher? I forgot. I, don't, I didn't hear that part. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I don't even remember who said it was Asad and Eric. Uh, I don't know. Saying something about being history. I was like, they would be good history teachers. Oh, okay, cool. I was just like, I was so bad. I came back and everyone was already laughing at something. I was like, dang it. I didn't even know. You, I didn't no, you it. missed. You missed it. <laughs> you <Siri>. missed it. <laughs> Comedy and then I heard it's going to be used in improv Nothing. and I had to listen because I was afraid I was going to miss out on a joke I didn't hear it like later on so well luckily it was a subpar joke <laughs> I was going to say it's even funnier the second time <laughs> really yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it feels good to live in it <laughs> welcome to mystery in the radio waves I'm your host Elizabeth McIrvin Mystery in the Radio Waves is a podcast where a cast of actors and comedians perform a classic radio play and then improvise jokes, characters, and stories. What the heck are radio plays? And where do they come from? Well, the golden age of radio was an era of radio in the U.S. in the 1920s to the 1960s, where the main source of entertainment was radio programming before people owned televisions on a larger scale. The program would have the same range as TV shows today. They were weekly medical dramas, romances, mysteries, true crimes, it's such an interesting part of entertainment history that we hope to revive a little on this podcast. Just the great storytelling, not the racist, sexist crap. This week, we're performing the classic radio play Switchboard Secrets from the series Front Page Drama. The original air date was November 16th, 1933. After we perform the play, we get into some improv! Please welcome our main cast. Darren Davidson. Hi, I'm Dorshay Middleton. And I'm Scott Moore. Daniel Kuna and Sabrina Johnson. Also, thank you to our guest performers tonight. Asan Williams. <laughs> I'm Oscar Lemus. I'm Eric Pastor. Can I ask a question before we start? Because I'm doing yes. the announcer at the beginning. Yeah. How, uh, how, what, what, uh, do you just like, re hmm. <laughs> I haven't done this in a while. Uh, what like level of choices do you, are you going for? Are you like going it straight up or are you like trying to have fun with it? Like, are you like going a little wild? Like, what do you, what do you want? Tell me. No, I don't want to have fun with it, Eric. I want it to be boring <laughs> and stupid. <laughs> no, have fun with it. I mean, All even right. sometimes I like to read the lines even just like a slightly bit different if I have a character to it. Fantastic. So, yeah. Fantastic. I'm very excited. American Weekly, one moment, please. Long distance, please. American Weekly. No, we're sorry. The line's busy. Dun, 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 dun. I don't know. I felt the need to vamp for myself. Presenting Switchboard Secrets, another in the series of dramatizations based on stories featured in the American Weekly. 
the magazine which is distributed with all Hearst Sunday newspapers from coast to coast. Switchboard Secrets was inspired by a story which will appear in next Sunday's issue of the American Weekly Magazine. It was produced in the New York studios of the General Broadcasting Company. Have you ever stopped to think about the stories telephone operators could tell if they wanted to? Of course, according to all rules and regulations, they're not supposed to tell company secrets over the switchboards, and most of them live up to the rules. Come with us to the switchboard of a large publication. See those flashing, winking lights? Hear the brisk snapping of the plugs as the competent operator answers the incoming calls. The American Weekly, one moment please. The American Weekly. Uh, the editor's line is busy, will you wait? The American Weekly. Okay, go ahead. The American Weekly. Now, this girl hasn't time to gossip even if she wanted to, but uh, let's see what she's saying. The American Weekly. Oh, hello, Mamie. Awfully busy. Oh, no, 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 don't, don't, don't hang up. Wait a minute. All the trunks are full, so I can chat a second. Say, Mamie, I wish you could have heard this story one of our writers brought in this morning. Thrilling? <laughs> I'll say. I wouldn't want to be that girl for a million dollars. What? Well, listen to this. It seems the stenographer, who was out of a job, saw an ad in one of the daily papers and answered it. <clears throat> yes? Did you advertise for a secretary typist in this morning's paper? <clears throat> Why, yes I did. My name is Gladys Miller. I've come to apply for the position. Oh, uh, won't you step this way, please? Thank you. Have a seat, Miss Miller. I must ask you to pardon the appearance of the room. I'm, a, I'm afraid I'm not what you might call a tidy man. Oh, that's, um, that's quite all right, Mr. Um... Byers, Professor Byers. Oh. I'm engaged in writing a scientific book. Most of my bibliography, as you can see for yourself, is scattered around the room. Oh, um, if you'll pardon my saying so, Professor, I don't see how you find what you want when you want. <laughs> Quite right, young lady. That's why I placed that advertisement in the paper. I find I need someone to assist in my research. Oh, I should be very happy here then. Ah, thank you. Thank you. You, uh, are a typist? And a stenographer, too. I can take down your research notes or whatever is needed in your material, Professor. I'm really quite fast. Indeed. I didn't mean it in the way that it sounded. I, I meant I, my shorthand was speedy. Ah, I understand. Have you done literary work before? Well, to be perfectly truthful, no. But I'm sure I can. I'm sure you can, too. You mean I'm hired? <laughs> well, not yet. <sighs> well, it's something you're not to blame for and which you can't do anything about. I'm too plain looking? <laughs> On the contrary, you're a very personable young woman. Thank you. That's the trouble. That's why I'm afraid you won't do. Because you think I'm pretty? <laughs> no, because you're a woman. Oh. I said it was something you couldn't do anything about. Well, yes. I'm afraid it is a little late now. <laughs> Wait a moment. I think I have an idea. Yes, Professor? Something can be done about it. Uh, if you are willing. I'm afraid I don't understand. And I'll be frank with you. I can't stand having a woman around me. I haven't had anything to do with women since... 
Well, never mind that. We won't go into that now. I wanted a male secretary, but only one has applied in answer to my advertisement, and he was too slow. I like your speed. You seem to have more than average intelligence. Thank you, Professor. I'm speaking impersonally, miss. Now, the job is yours on one condition. And that is? That for, lo for, that for as long as you remain in my employ and in my house, you dress like a man. Yes, Mr. Davis. Uh, Jones and Hart? Yes, I know their number. Yes, sir. Hello, Mame. It was the boss. Uh, now, where was I? Oh, yeah. The girl thought it would be a kick to go around in boys' clothes. And she needed the job, so she took it. What? Oh, no. Nothing like that. He was a perfect gentleman. Well, it seems they got the book finished and the job came to an end. And then her troubles began. You see, by this time, she'd gotten so used to wearing trousers and all that... Now, without thinking of what she was doing, she packed all her girls' clothes in her trunk, and the trunk got lost. Yeah. So when Gladys got back to the city, she didn't have anything to wear. Huh? What did she do then? Well, she got a room with a young married couple until her funds ran out. And then she wired home for money. Huh? Did they send it? Well, sure. And what a pickle she found herself in. Wait, I'll tell you. She... Wait a second, ma'am. The American Weekly business office. Yes, ma'am. Hello, ma'am. Yeah, okay. As I was saying, here she was dressed in boys' clothes and all. So she had to take a boy's name in order to escape answering questions, see? Well, the money came in an order at the local telegraph office, and Gladys went down to cash it. Well, what can I do for you? <clears throat> I have a money order I'd like to have cashed. Very well. Let's see it. Uh, here you are. Why, why, this says, paid to the order of Gladys Miller. Yes, I know it. Oh, I can't cash it for you. Well, <clears throat> why not? Why not? Why didn't I just read you what it says? Paid to the order of Gladys Miller. Well you, well, you see, I'm... <laughs> oh, now look here, young man. Really, don't try to tell me you're Gladys Miller. Please, my nerves. I'm representing Miss Miller. Is that so? Well, where's your authorization? I'm her brother, Don. Well, so what? I want to catch this money order. You're this party's brother, are you? Yeah. Oh. Sorry, can I do that again? You're this party's brother, are you? Yeah. I'll cash it. When you come back with your sister. Could you imagine being in a spot like that, mate? Holding a check in your hand and not being able to do anything with it. Huh? What's that? No, you didn't cash it. And poor Gladys had to go to one of the charity organizations. And my dear, she slept right in the men's dormitory. Aren't you just tingling in what she heard? My dear, the way men talk, the way men talk us over is nobody's business. Huh? What's that? Oh, sure. I'll tell you what about, I'll tell you about what happened to Gladys. Well, she managed to escape discovery by coming in late at night and undressing in the dark. And in the morning, she wait a second. Yes, Mr. Davis. You got the aquarium! Oh, I am so sorry. I'll try Jones and Hart again. Hello, Mame? The boss again. As I was saying, 
let us get along okay for about a week or so. And then one morning, while she was in the washroom. <sighs> Boy, am I tired. Those cots are like railroad ties for sleeping. Yeah. I guess you and me is the last to scrub up, huh? Yeah. Hey, kid, anyone ever tell you you talk too much? Yeah. Well, they was lying. Yeah? Well, I guess I'll beautify myself for the day. You mind if I borrow your soap? Nope. Thanks. Oh, gee, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to knock your razor off the ledge. Oh, that's all right. Oh, never mind, kid. I'll pick it up for you. Well, shucks, I'm not a cripple. Well, neither am I. There. There you are. Uh, thanks. Oh, wait a second. I didn't bust it, did I? Let's see. Oh, no, 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 no. It's all right. Honest. Why ain't you afraid your blade to get rusty? Well, that's all right. I don't, I don't care. You don't, huh? Why, you see, I mean, I, I got plenty of blades. Oh, yeah? Yeah, sure. Ain't that just dandy. Well, so long. I'll see you later. Wait a minute. Don't be in such a hurry, sister. Say, who are you calling sister? Why I... Now, 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 take it easy, girly. What do you mean, girly? You know what I mean. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, yes. Yes, you do. <clears throat> no, I don't. I saw your razor hasn't any blade in it. Why, you're no more of a fella than... than I'm a chorus girl. Well, I guess I better get a move on. No, you don't. You stand right here, where you are. What are you doing? Just locking the door to make sure we ain't interrupted no more. Why? <laughs> Why? Because you and me is gonna have a nice little talk, sister. What do you mean? You heard me. Now take it easy, girlie. There's nobody here but me and you. Say. What's the big idea? Cause I've been reading about you and your kind, girly. You like to see how the other half of the world lives. You get a kick out of it, don't you? Something to serve up as tea party chatter for the dull winter afternoons. Oh, listen, you've cut me all wrong, mister. I tell you. Shut up. I'm doing a talking here. You and the rest of your fancy friends get amusement in taking guys like me apart. I came to the city about six months ago looking for work and I answered an ad for a stenographer. I got the job on the condition that I dress like a man. You don't stay. Oh, please listen. You've got to believe me. You've got to. It's the truth. Every word of it. I'm listening. Well, when the job was finished, I packed all my clothes, these, and, and sent them ahead of me. My trunk got lost. I was stranded here without clothes or friends or money, and I... Why didn't you make a touch on your folks? I did. I, I wired home for money, but... But they turned you down. Yeah, I know. No, they didn't. They sent me the money. Then what are you doing here? This is a charity joint? Well, they sent me the money order in my real name, Gladys Miller, and I couldn't cash it in boys' clothes. See? Here it is. So what? Oh, please, listen to me. I swear I'll give it to you if you let me go. Well, a lot of good it'll do me. How could I get it cashed? You help me get some girls' clothes, and I'll cash it for you, and I'll turn it over to you, every cent. Oh, please, please let me get out of here. I, I just can't stand it anymore. 
Say, you may be one of those actresses that's just fooling me, but somehow I can't help but believe you. Oh, I'm telling you the truth, Mac. Honest. Well, <laughs> okay, sister, you can go. <sighs> Thanks, Mac. Here. Nah, I don't want your money order. Oh, but I promised you. Ah, oh, that's all right. Say, you got spunk, sister. Yeah, I like your nerve. You know, you're a smart dow, putting up with a place like this. <laughs> and even shaving every morning with a fake razor to keep up the bluff. You, you won't give me away? Nah, why should I? Ain't you doing the same right to live as me? Isn't there anything that I could do for you? Well, if you put it that way, yeah, yeah, maybe there is. What is it? Will you, will you give me your ration of smoking tobacco from now on? <laughs> oh, sure thing. Don't you want my razor too? Wasn't that lucky for her, Mame? After a while, she managed to get some girls' clothes and change back again to being herself. Oh, gee, I bet she was glad to pluck her eyebrows and marshal her hair again. I know I would be. Huh? What's that, Mame? Oh, sure. Lots of other things happened to her. Oh, but you have to read the story for yourself. Huh? When's it appear? In next Sunday's issue of the American Weekly Magazine. Yeah, don't miss it. Oh, well, here comes another call. I gotta go. Yes, Mr. Davis. What? You didn't get the number? Oh, I'm so sorry. Well, that's a mighty good tip for you, as well as for Maine. Be sure to read the many other interesting experiences of this young girl who, through necessity, wore male attire. You'll find them all in next Sunday's issue of the American Weekly Magazine, under the heading, Lost Her Trunk and the Astonishing Things That Resulted. The American Weekly is a magazine which is distributed with all Hearst Sunday newspapers from coast, coast to coast. coast. Oh my gosh, freaking the title, Lost Her Trunk and the Astonishing Things That Resulted? Is that the title of the American <laughs> Weekly Magazine? That's just Good like stuff. the most weird, like bland, lots of trunk and the astonishing things that resulted from losing her This trunk. happened and you will believe what happened next. What I can't <laughs> believe is how like non-PC this entire thing is. Oh, it's crazy. <laughs> it's like rapey, it's transphobic, <laughs> it's like sexist, it's everything. It hit all the marks. <laughs> All right, men, let's point out the sexism. Come on. Let's go. I, I, I didn't see any. I didn't see any. <laughs> regular play, regular men just talking regular things. They, regular they, men they talking found out regular this, things. They found out this devious woman was trying to, like, trick them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was truly trying to trick everybody. Yeah, I mean, that's it's really, like, telling of the times, of course, because... You know, there was a time where women were not allowed to wear pants, insanely enough. I don't know. When people, when people say stuff like that, I almost, like, don't believe it. I'm like, yeah, I guess women couldn't wear pants, but, like, if you really, really wanted to, like, you probably could, right? What do you mean making pants, think, right? I don't think you actually could. I think you would be in big trouble. I was kind of, like, weird out how Mac, like, said no to money, but, like, just, like, yeah, just give me cigarettes. Like, okay. <laughs> Well, he, he went from, I'm going to rape you to, nah. Yes. <laughs> now that, I'm your friend. That, that line, that line at the end, that line at the end that he, when he's like, 
she's like, you're not going to tell on me or something? Or no, you're not going to take my money or whatever? He's like, nah, I, you know, you have the same right to life that I do after he, like, <laughs> was threatening to rape her. <laughs> what was it? Like, what a break there. Yeah. Well, he wasn't he wasn't about the raper. He was really just trying to figure out who was trying to deceive me. Yeah, it seemed like it seemed like it was like a common thing. Like it, he made it seem like it was the thing people did. Like was it was it that they didn't have charity organizations for women and like you had to be a man to get into it's, the YMCA it's, or whatever? What is, I, I, I don't know. I could like it's like it's okay that he was like trying to coerce her into sex because she first was dishonest with him right yeah right right like that warranted yeah. it like you're trying to steal yeah. my you know like shelter or whatever yeah. no, fuck you that shit was wild i love how you try to add like another letter to lgbtq plus like oh the s stands for see how the other half of the world lives like you didn't even have like a he was like, "That's added the letter." <laughs> that's hilarious, man! Oh my god! I was going to save it for the improv. I was nervous that no yeah, one's going to remember. He was like really accusatory. Like, you yeah. want to see how men live, don't you? Like, what? Why is that a problem? Like, calm down. I like the concept from earlier where she's applying for the job, and homeboy is like, "Yeah, you have like all the skill set." and what I'm looking for, but you can't really work here. I started thinking of like someone who's just been out of place for like years, just putting in the work, but they haven't technically been hired. And it's like, can I please just like officially work here? Yeah, is she a victim of capitalism or she <laughs> has to like dress like a man just to get the- Wait, so officially his reasoning for wanting her to dress like a man is so that he wouldn't be attracted to her, right? I don't think it had to- He didn't explicitly to say. He, I think, I mean, he said he. Personally, say, but. Yeah, I mean, scorned. I guess that's been be, scorned. Yeah, I mean, it seemed to be pretty much. Yeah, he was scorned. Oh, yeah, there was no. There was no. Yeah, I think he just hates women. I think yeah. He just, yeah, he just doesn't, he doesn't want them around. <laughs> I, mean, I don't want, want to want you to dress no. like one. <laughs> My bitch wife died during childbirth. Oh, man. A woman outside of the kitchen? No, no thanks. Yeah, if a woman is typing, she's got to be wearing pants. <laughs> yeah, really, at the end of the day, you know, it's quite progressive. Like, no, you know. <laughs> what do you think about it? Yeah. Well, it could have been, you know, like, let's, let's just pretend that the writer had good intentions. So... <laughs> No, so like, actually got what? the interview. No, for a second. Okay. <laughs> so like maybe the way that the dude reacted is how they thought dudes would react to oh, a girl pants. Not how the writer would react, but yeah. saying, Hey dudes, this is how you react to a girl wearing pants is weird. And I'm showing you this is how you talk. Because Damn. I mean, he was like weirdly aggressive, but then it did switch it around to where they were like almost friends. And he was like, like you said, Darren, he was like you know, oh, you have to live the your life the same as me. And I'm just like, is that a lesson that's being like spoon fed to the audience? At like, the end of the day, Mac oh, saw. Mac was see, the one who saw how the other half lived. See, <laughs> you you don't you don't know you don't notice Liz because you're not a guy, but like 
Men constantly, men constantly lock each other in rooms and test each other. (laughs) 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 And then once you pass it, you can go. (laughs) Yeah. If you ever think another guy's lying to you, just corner him in a bathroom. (laughs) 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 All right, you guys. Time has passed by. You ready to get to some improv? Anybody want to do a Herald or y'all just want to do a montage? I, I'm down for anything. A montage. I feel like I do a montage. montage. I don't know. Harold All is right, just like let's someone... do a montage. Anybody who wants to start. <clears throat> I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm, I'm looking at this check and I'm looking at the name on it and then I'm looking at you. I don't know. I just, ugh, I just don't think I can cash this to you. I am so, so sorry. Mm, um, uh, can you give me a reason? Uh, you just, just look. You just, you just didn't want to do it. Well, ah, okay. So, okay. So, oh my gosh, am I making you throw up? <laughs> what is going on here? Like, am I that ugly? <laughs> I didn't come here to like be judged, sir. But I'm so sorry. Don't. When I when I uh, when I get into uh, sticky situations, when I get into sticky social situations, I get a little nauseous. So let me just um, let me just look at this again. So so the the name on the check is Tanya, and you are wearing pants, and I just don't. I don't. I just don't. I don't see how that. I'm trying to square the circle. I'm trying to square the circle. Um. Yeah. So. Um. Uh. Yeah. I'm Tanya. I wear pants. Uh. Do you think <laughs> that women these days shouldn't have a deep voice and wear pants? Uh. Just, no. 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 It's. I, I don't, Okay, oh, sorry. Was that a, a, a sticky social like situation where I mentioned about women's rights? Oh, this and... whole thing, this whole thing. I, it's not, it's not that. No, okay. Let me, let me be very. I think this is where we're maybe we're, we're becoming confused. It's not that I don't. Um, uh, I am all for. I am all for uh, women's rights. Women doing whatever they want. I don't. I just see. I just see the name Tanya. And then I see you. And then I look down. Yeah, your face is turning green, sir. <laughs> can you just like, can you have to throw up? Can you just throw up? Because That's the problem. That's the problem. It gets really close. It gets really close. It gets like right here, like right at my neck, right at my neck. And then it just sits there. It just sits. It just okay, sits. Okay, fine. We can talk about something else other than social issues. Can you just talk about how, okay, uh, what can I do to make me leave here without having to go through the hoops? Do we want me to go to my car, go go down to Kmart and buy a, a skirt? Craig, mm-hmm. do you need help with this customer, Craig? Oh, thank God, a woman. <laughs> I would. Are you I would, having issues? Oh Elise. my God, I'm so sorry, sir. We'll help you. What's yeah. going on? Um, uh, I just want to like get my money and leave. <laughs> is this what the bank is for? Yes, Elise. of course. Elise, here, maybe you'll see, understand the issue that I'm having. Here's yeah. the check that this person is trying to cash. Hey, before you get into that, um, mm-hmm. I just, I, you remember when we went out to lunch the other day and you asked if I could cover you and you would get me back the next day, but that was like a week ago. And then I've mentioned <laughs> it before and you just kind of like blew me off a little bit and- Gobble, 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 gobble. What are the noises that 
you are making right now. Um, Okay. Oh, good. He's, he's cooking up some Craig. bomb up there. Craig, Craig! Craig! Oh my God, Craig! Craig, is that you? Craig, get your shit together. Craig, hello. Yeah. Craig, it's me. It's it's Jennifer, your your ex. Remember oh. we dated? We went we went out. Remember we went out and you never you never called me back. Did you just blow? Did your head just blow up? Did, his head just oh, exploded man. from the inside. Now who's gonna give me my money now? Blackout. Uh yeah, hey, uh I'm sorry I'm late, uh, but I'd like to apply for the stenographer position. Uh, okay, uh we're we're glad you're here. Uh can you describe what about you would make you good for the stenographer position? <sighs> well, I'm really accurate at typing. I, I see that on your resume. It says uh, what, 92 words per minute. You said what? On your resume here, I see it says I, 92 words per minute. I, I think and you did bring your own stenographer. I did. I, I think that's a typo. Uh, I think it, uh, it, it takes me much longer than that. I'm not really fast, but... What I lack in speed, I make up for in accuracy, except that one typo that you found on my resume. <laughs> but right. of course, I didn't type yeah. that one. My stenographer did. I see. I do see a zero here in front of the uh, 92 followed by. Yeah, a there's there's yeah, it's a decimal point. So it's like point it's point oh. Yeah. Now that I'm looking at this a little more closely, it just looks like one big line of drawings and symbols. Can you talk a little bit about your experience, maybe? Well, I mean, it all started when at uh, Montgomery Elementary School in Mississippi. Can you slow down? Can you slow down a little bit? I can't go that oh, fast. Oh yeah, yeah. No, sorry, <laughs> my fault. Yeah. So this is my, my assistant, Jerry. Yeah. It. Oh, you you have a like a personal stenographer too, aside from the one you're hiring. Yeah, this, I'm I'm actually your stenographer, <laughs> but uh, you're going as you're going. You're good. You're good. Okay. Okay. My so yeah, my. I, I probably should have addressed the people in the room when you got here, but that's what they're here it, for. It, I was gonna get to that, but you know, I was just kind of taking my time, feeling out the vibes. Uh, basically, it all started in Montgomery, where uh, elementary in Mississippi, and you know, first day of school, it was it was different. You know, it was a whole new world for me. Uh, I had some K Swiss on, I think, or the Adidas. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Okay, well, it um, seems like you're very uh, what? driven. You're driven by personal experiences, and, and we like that here, don't we? Don't we, guys? Well, I mean, I was going to get to the sonographer stuff, but I just thought, you know, I'd start from a so you have a good background. I'd just start from the beginning and work my way up to where we are here today. We but I mean, to, we could skip that. We cut to the stenographer in a uh, in a courtroom in a courtroom, and you are you sir are being accused of first degree murder and i will prove it based on the testimony you just gave uh court stenographer could you please read back the the last thing this man said yeah so i'm i'm going to have a draft ready by like end of day friday and then uh and then we you give me notes and then we'll go from there um so can we like i mean can we like pro like recess uh, until then, perhaps we'll cross-check our notes. Uh, uh, your Honor, Your Honor, this is ridiculous. We need to have somebody who is an accomplished stenographer in the room. Oh, 
I've typed a lot. I mean, uh, this is technically my first official court stenographer gig, but I've stenogged like my whole life. We come back to the interview. It's like, listen, so, uh, I'm going to be real with you. Uh, the interview was scheduled for last week. You showed up today. Uh, we made room for it. You can, well, can I, explain, can I explain myself? Because I don't want you to think bad of me. Like I'm not a good fit for the job or something. Uh, okay, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. All right. So me and my ex-girlfriend have been dating for like six years. And our first date was at Chick-fil-A, which was weird for me because I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> but, well, at that point, I was more vegan because I had given up meat like three years before, three years before that. And, uh, but yeah, so we was at Chick-fil-A and we had been dating for like six, six years and we broke up and it, I took it kind of hard, you know, and I just, I just had to sit for a minute and just kind of review like my whole decision-making process up to that point, you know, it was just, I mean, it was rough. So yeah, it took me a while to get I feel being your stenographer and your ex-girlfriend, it's hard, you know? Yeah. I mean. We, I knew this was a bad idea going in, but like, you know, you signed the documents before I could make up my mind one way or the other, you know? And, you know, if anyone knows, you know, once stuff signed in a courtroom, it's official. I know that much. Well, but, I know when you make up your mind because I type it up on the little piece of paper and I separated a little book. I have a book that says every time hey, he made up his mind. And then I have a book of every time he didn't listen to me and, and just talked about cars or something. Yeah, th like this is all just happening so fast. Like I just thought that I'd come in here and we'd start the interview process and then maybe, you know, we'd get into my resume by end of, end of day Friday and just kind of figure out, you know, maybe do like a buy, like a bi-monthly situation. I don't know, man. Yeah, I'll tell you what, you have a unique angle. We need something fresh around here. When can you start oh. the job? Oh man. Well, I kind of, I kind of got like a lease thing going up in my place. It's in San Francisco. It's real far from here. Blackout. Blackout. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, Mr. Mr. Um, Mr. Oregano, gym teacher, Mr. Oregano, the gym teacher. Hi, yeah, it's me, Principal uh, Morgan. Um, I called you in here because uh, we've been getting complaints from the students, most specifically the male students, that you're locking them in rooms and making them answer questions. Well, uh, man. You know, sometimes you just can't get anything done these days without somebody just crawling up your ass about it. But yeah, I have been locking the kids in rooms and making them answer questions. Yeah, I absolutely have been. Why? I, I'm trying to, that's, that's, the, that's a real question. Uh, it's almost because, kidnapping. The, well, when people are under duress and they feel like there's no escape, they're most likely to give the most, uh, you know, they're most, either, either you rise to the top or you fail. So I, that's kind of my philosophy. I, <laughs> oh my I, I, I think that, I think that <laughs> I'm trying to make these kids better. Okay. You know, I want to make, I want to make them perform as best as they can. And I want to, I want them to their minds and to be as sharp as they could possibly be. And I think that the best way to do that is to place them under extreme circumstances and see knock, how they knock, react. Knock, knock, knock. Excuse me. Excuse me. Um, 
Mr. Mr. Morgan. Moore. Oh, yeah. Moore. <laughs> Morgan. Yeah. yeah, Mr. Scott Morgan locked me in a room and he was inside it and he just made me answer Jeopardy questions for hours. He made me answer questions of intelligence and solve word problems. And he just kept saying, you either win or you fail. Well, now you know what sea borders on the coast of Croatia, do you not? What sea does border on the coast of Croatia? I can't get out this office. Did you lock the door? Yes. Yes, I did. Get over in that corner. Um, this is What's unusual. <laughs> well, I... I have a gun. I have a gun. This turned into something different. <laughs> That's right. That's. I have a gun. What would you do? What would you do if you had one day to live? I honestly would walk my cat. <laughs> we, cut, we cut to the, doc, the doctor's office with uh, Mr. Oregano. Uh, Mr. Oregano, this is a very routine, uh, a very routine uh, lancing of your cyst, and we we need to do it so you're not in pain anymore. <laughs> I just I, I don't understand why I need to fill out this uh, this this practice SAT exam. And can you, you please understand. unlock the door? <laughs> no, I will not unlock the door. I will not unlock the door. There's a small fire burning in the corner of the room. If you don't fill out the, oh if you don't fill it out. <laughs> If you don't fill it out, both of this is oh over. God. Is that what that smoke and heat is? That's right. That's right. Oh, my God. How did you start a fire in here? Did Sharpen you your guy? mind, young man. Sharpen your mind. Look, Sharpen your mind. Get, we need to get that cyst off of your back, okay? It's very routine. Why are you creating? This isn't some Guantanamo Bay. Okay, now to the cyst. To the cyst. To the cyst now. When you're, when you're most. Ah, uh, uh, okay. Uh, but how? I need to write with my right hand. I can't solve the long division. Forget the SAT, damn it, man. Do the cyst. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, oh, I gotta save your life. I'm calling the police as soon as this is over. Oh, oh you... yes. Oh. <laughs> Cut to a baseball game. Hot dogs. Get your hot dogs. Anybody want, sir, sir, you, you want hot dogs? Uh, Yeah, I'll take a hot dog. <laughs> Okay, it'll be 25 cents. And do you want relish, ketchup, or mustard? Uh, I'm allergic to vinegar, so I'll just go mayo, please. <laughs> if, oh, I have mayo if you have it, even though it has a little bit of vinegar. I said relish, ketchup, and mustard. You said mayo. Well. <laughs> attention, attention. The seventh inning will start once the teams come out the back room. Oh, it, it seems like everything is locked. Oh, shit. I forgot about something. <laughs> Listen, I got to get to the locker room right now. <laughs> Cut oh. to him getting robbed at home. Uh, uh, sir, can you move out of the way? Uh, I don't got time to answer your questions. I'm trying You're... to rob the house. And, like, <laughs> You're not going anywhere, my friend. And guess what? <laughs> guess what? what? You got to guess. Oh my goodness. Okay, do you want your toaster back? I can put your toaster back. Can I just get yes, out sir. of here? I can... hey, honey, what's going on? Are we being robbed? Well, yes, we... I'm trying to. He's trying. He's trying, but I'm having him fill out the LSAT, the entrance exam for law school. Jonathan David Oregano, you make him get out of our house now. Unlock the well, door. Well, he had told me he went to undergraduate and he didn't finish and he wanted to be a lawyer. That's a police car. Uh, sir, sir. Yes. Open, open a door. All right, I am a police oh. officer. Open the door. 
No way. No way, baby. I, I, I don't know. I don't know how many moons Mars has. I don't know. <laughs> I don't either, but we're gonna find out. We cut. Oh, we cut to uh, this character. We cut to this character uh, after uh, after uh, spending the night in jail. Um, all right. All right. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna unlock your cell here, and you can leave. I don't think so. What? Nope. Nope. I don't think so. I'm staying right here, buddy. Close that cell up and throw away the fucking key. You, I'm gonna. You can, I'm gonna. You can go. Gonna you can the, walk out right now. I prefer not to. I will not. I will not lock the door. Lock the door. God damn it. Lock the fucking door. Lock hey, the door. I'm, hey, I'm going to take this opportunity. Move out the way. <laughs> <Back> out. <laughs> All right, everybody. I just want to make an announcement so it's not weird. Okay, because mm -hmm. I know it's going to be fucking weird. Just so you know, I'm wearing pants. Okay, everybody calm down. Calm down. It's just pants. I look good. Oh, my God. Yeah, those wow. are cool. Yeah. You've been having Thanksgiving leg day at all. Okay, everybody just like stop freaking out. Okay, women can wear pants. All right. It is 1933. Okay, it is it is high time. I'm sick of it. I'm mm. sick of only wearing dresses, you guys. It's expensive. Well, God, we're all so very smart. progressive, so we just we, we're, we're perfectly okay fine with, with what you're doing. Yeah, we're I completely agree. Yeah. The yeah. only weird thing is how you know angry you're getting about this. We're, we're here. We're, we're, we're here. Did you guys want some snacks? Yeah, that'd be Ooh. great, actually. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I just need people to recognize that, you know, recognize the pants and accept the pants, but I, I you know. We all dyed our hair the same color as you, and like, we kind of copy you. You feel like you have to like stand out and be different than us. You know how hard it is to find a dress of my size? Yeah, we all, we all the roommateed you, and now you're trying to break out of it. Yeah. I'm trying to break away from you guys and your really feminist traditions of wearing dresses, okay? And, and you know, I, I just, I was being like all freaked out about it because I thought you guys were going to freak out about it. Oh, oh, do you want nah. us to? I mean, we could if you if you want, if that's what you want. Really, we should oh, because you're yeah. freaking out, so we should freak you freak out. And we, exactly. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you now. You Ew, pants. <laughs> oh my yeah, you're, God. You're you're betraying our trust. So I think as men, we owe it to you to chuck our progressiveness out the window and attack you. Yeah. Wait. I don't mind if you like seeing how the other party the side parties. Like, come on now. I feel smaller than your pockets right now, and that's all I'm gonna say. Wow. Wow. That that cut deep. I I didn't know. Okay. Well, <laughs> you did this to us, Mitzi. <laughs> We were it's we were a bunch fault. of progressive, cool, open-minded thirties guys, and now you've made us into pigs. It's your fault. Look what you've done. What? And I don't know what's the big hoopla about wearing dresses. I mean, I'm very comfortable right now. Yeah, look great. Well, apparently the other side just wants to see how the other side lives. So what's... yeah, the other side does always want. That's the one. They thing always do want the that. Side. They always do want that. Yeah, you know. And so. at the end of the day, and at the end of the day, we know that truth. And the other truth that we know is that everything that's going on here today, among you, Mitzi, and us, all of your male friends, is that it's all your fault. And I think we can all agree on that. Okay, thank mm -hmm. you so much for wrapping it up beautifully, but <laughs> I think y'all have forgotten one important thing is my butt looks amazing in these jeans, you guys, like really good. It's, dresses don't hit the same, I'm telling you. Yeah, I wasn't going to say something, but I didn't want you to like get offended, so I just kind of hold it off.
<laughs> yeah, but who cares about that now? Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> big yeah. Hell, but. yeah. <laughs> Look at that, that ass. Booty. We've <laughs> solved sexism. <laughs> mm-hmm. On the next new girl. honey look i i'm freaking out a little bit i'm so sorry i had to to come to you i know i'm not supposed to see you in your wedding dress but uh yeah i was i look a bus comes and crashes into her and killed her (laughs) holy fucking shit holy fucking shit oh my fuck um, oh my god, the best man runs in. Oh my god, I told you you're not supposed to see her before before the wedding. You're I, not supposed to see her. Dude, dude, I thought that was a myth. I thought that was like a superstitious thing. I didn't think actually something was going to... You would try this on your wedding day? You dude, would try this. I had, uh, I had something. Excuse me, excuse me. I'm a, I'm a passenger on the bus because I don't have a lot of money. I was wondering, <laughs> since your wife is dead now, can I like live with you? Is that cool? The f- what is wrong with you? I, I, all right, look, I lost all of my money in this in this weird scheme where I bought a bunch of clothes and I lost the trunk I was keeping the clothes in. I, it's a long story, but I'm trying to get this job as a stenographer. And I was just really wondering if I could, like, now that you have a vacancy in your apartment, can stay I, like, in that stay bus. with you? Stay in that bus. Get in that we, bus. And we lock cut the door. to a credit sequence. It's the new odd couple. He was engaged and he was a stenographer. And then one of their wives died. It opened up a space in the apartment. That's the new odd couple. Ta-da! Episode one, pilot. We find the odd couple in their apartment. The stenographer is type, type, typing away. And... And Scott is still mourning. It's, I just, look, I, I'm just trying to, you know, pour my heart out a little bit. You don't need to write it all down. This I, is what I do. This is how I process. This is like, it's like type therapy. You should try it. Look, tell me something that you're feeling that's sad and I'll stenog therapy it into something happy. Um, when I used, I used to go to work, uh, I worked at night and was every day. painfully employed. Yeah. Hashtag booked and blessed. Every day she would cook me a dinner. I know it sounds old fashioned and kind of lame, but she would pack me up a little a little meal and cut to a cut scene of the uh, the flashback. Oh, honey, I can't wait to cook you meals all my life, every day for the rest of my life, until we grow old together and just die of old age. Uh, tonight is pork chops. Mm, pork chops. That's suitably old-fashioned. I love that. That's great. Look, honey, I, look, I know it's, you know, are you sure you don't have a problem doing this? Because I know, like, I don't need you to cook me meals. I do I do so appreciate it, and I do get hungry Honey, as hell. Honey, we've been I'm... over this. You'll never find anyone like me. I'm the perfect woman for you, and you'll never, ever find a woman after <sighs> me that can be as perfect for you as this. <sighs> don't a bus comes through the wall and crashes into it. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, no! <laughs> we, we come back to the sitcom. So she survived the first bus accident? Yes. Yes, yes, that was the second time she got hit by a bus. I never thought, I thought it was a one in a million type of thing, and it happened again, and it's all because so, of me. So she's super lucky, hashtag luck is in her favor. <laughs> what? She's lucky? 
Yeah, no. most people don't survive two bus crashes. She didn't survive two. She only survived one. That's true. You got me there. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's the laugh track. <laughs> Cut to somebody looking at the Twitter hashtag booked and blessed. God, Twitter is just like, I don't even know anymore. What is this? I'm looking for actors and like, there's just bus crashes, bus crashes, bus crashes. This is Twitter now? Hmm. Do you want me to sign your copy of the book or what? Huh? Do you want me to sign a copy of the Booked and Blessed or what? I mean, that's what I'm here to do. Booked and Blessed. <laughs> yeah, I actually, I do want you to sign the copy, but like, could you write something in there? Like, I don't know how I feel about this. Uh, cautiously optimistic about outcome. That sounds good. I like that. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's what I do. Okay. Wow. It's really crazy that you're doing a book signing right now. Wow. I can't believe they let you do that. Very impressed by author's ability to multitask. Oh, I was more the just saying because of COVID and, you know, it's a book signing. And oh, I don't believe in that. <laughs> what? Oh <my> <laughs> this is the police. We heard somebody doesn't believe in COVID. Um, come with us. It's that guy. It's that guy. It's not. No, me. it wasn't me. It's what? Not, I mean, I I don't believe in COVID, but I mean, I don't think that's a crime, is it? Best-selling author, author Terrence McBride. You that's don't believe the, in COVID? The, the very same. <laughs> I live by booked and blessed. I did too. I can't believe this. What is my you, life now? You guys should go talk to my roommate. That's a credit sequence. He's still in deep mourning. He's now in jail for not believing in COVID. It's the new odd couple. That's a picture of him behind bars going. Mm. I'm glad. Uh, well, if I'm going to have to be mourning here, at least I have all this dude's money from that fucking book. A bus crashes through the wall and stops just in front of his nose. But <sighs> the money catches on fire. <laughs> oh God! No! No! Oh. Uh, the the capital of Nebraska is Lincoln. Uh, I'm trying to sharpen my mind here. How can I get out of this situation? Uh, oh God! I'm, getting, I'm enveloped in flames. I'm enveloped. Uh, Excuse me, I'm a firefighter woman and I'm wearing pants. Okay, just let me fight the fire with my pants. And don't he's getting, please, put me up, put he's me getting up. more on fire as he's put me up. Awkward no, social I, situation. I need to make sure he's okay with the pants. Okay, fine. Okay, are you okay? Hello, sir? Uh, uh, very badly burnt. I have pants on, is that okay? Uh, I I wish you would have put me out sooner. No <laughs> okay, one but you're not answering my question, sir. Are the pants okay? What else would you be wearing? Yo, um, so the wife comes back in with Ashton Kusher. Yo, this is Ashton Kusher, and you've been <laughs> pumped. Here's your wife. She's still alive. <laughs> the bus crashes Funny. through the wall and kills her. Oh, my God. oh no, she's really dead this time. <laughs> Black out. Black out. <laughs> all right guys 
I know it's really big for us, for the planet. We're flying to Mars today. We've been training for years. And I gotta know, do I look good in my tiny little Speedo and my Hawaiian shirt and my Ray-Bans? Wait, you said that Martians like wear that or something and you're just trying to fit in? Like, why are you wearing that? I didn't say Martians. I, I just, me as as, a, as an astronaut, as an aspiring astronaut, I decided that I would dress up for the big occasion. You know, it's a big mission for all of us. Mm, yeah, but we're all wearing uh, very protective space suits and... Yeah, you're gonna die, bro. Like, as soon yeah. as you fucking, like, get up there, you... Re- <laughs> yeah, mi- Mr. Musk, we know that you're funding this trip, but, like, you don't get to just you know, make it a cool, casual thing just because you're not an astronaut. We're all astronauts. There are standards we have to abide by. We can't just make it all casual for you. Also, okay, if well, you want to have kids, you know, you, you probably should go to boxers instead of Speedos. <laughs> okay. Point. See that? I like this guy. This guy's got the right idea. And I know this is, a, this is a trip that I'm paying for. You know, it's pocket change. The only death I'm worried about is fashion suicide. Okay, guys? I need to look good out there in space no you need to survive yeah yeah i mean the article's gonna read elon must look cool but he's dead now like is that what you want yeah we already can't pronounce your son's name just stop being in the news for ridiculous shit and just like be a normal for once please all right if one of you can't pronounce my son's name right now i'll eject you out of the spaceship Oh, we're already in the air? Oh, my God. Oh, shit. <laughs> wow, this technology is incredible. I thought oh, I was yeah. on the ground. Yeah. Hey, when you spend a, More when you spend a little Tesla. Dogecoin. Well, I guess you survived the uptake past the atmosphere, surprisingly enough. So what do you plan on? Do you plan on going swimming or something on Mars? Like, what is the whole beach vibe going? I just don't understand. Uh, uh, what is the... What's, what happens after day two when we're up there and we have to look for Mars rocks? Like, what, are you, what is your plan? Oh, yeah, it's sort of like a, a vacation. You know, we take pictures as a group. I'm in the middle. You guys maybe hoist me up on your, your little Your insides will be shoulders. sucked out of your asshole the minute you get out into space. That's how it happens. That's how it happens. Yeah, that's what happens when you wear a Speedo in space. Yeah. No matter how tight your Speedo is, it's going to come out. Are you guys always this, this so It's sort of like round? flipping a sock inside yes. out. It's sort of You're like right. flipping a sock inside yeah, out. Yeah, it's like flipping a sock yeah. inside out. Yeah. And, and it goes. comes out your asshole. Yeah. yeah. And then you kind of invert and then it kind of keeps flipping. Like it's if you could. Like it's the just science. Science. It's So like... if we take a picture together, if we take a group picture and you're in the front, that's what's going to be in the forefront is all yeah. of that. Yeah. You're inside out sock asshole. Guys, guys, so so serious. The serious talk about you're gonna get turned inside out if I go out. Oh, uh, we're not gonna get turned inside out, buddy. Uh, You are. Yeah, you are. Oh, everybody, uh, it's time to open the doors. We've landed on Mars. Again, didn't feel anything so quickly. Oh my gosh, it's a six-month trip. (laughs) Smoother than a Tesla. I'm already dressed. I'm already dressed. No, don't go out. Do not go out. <laughs> or if you do go out, can I have your big old square space meal that's like the right amount of calories, the right amount of cal- daily calories? Or say, do you need to make a website? Is that what you- 
Is that what you're asking about? <laughs> <laughs> you know that little uh, that little hard square thing you get that you eat in space. Like you can't eat real food oh, in space. Oh, like a like square a, space uh, a square yeah. meal. Next time, Elon, you know, like, let's bring real astronauts, not us. We're, we're just friends. We don't know anything <laughs> about this shit. Yeah, okay. Clearly, Dorche is aspiring to be a graphic designer or a website designer. So, <laughs> food, really it comes in a block and it's airtight. I remind you guys, but we're, it, we're at Mars now. Do you guys want to explore? I mean, who knows what's up here? It's crazy. All right. We're at Mars. We're at Mars. I'm opening the doors. I know this is inadvisable, but it's what I'm doing. Here we go. <laughs> this is what we trained for. <laughs> oh my god! Why is oh. everyone wearing speedos and Hawaiian shirts around? Yeah, <laughs> what is this? My people. <laughs> no, what? we were yeah, talking about everything. Pregnant, <laughs> sir, sir. How are you all able to wear speedos uh, and not have um, your assholes inverted? Who, who oh. told you? Who told you that would happen? Hey, we're all out here at the speedos and the white shirt. This is the guy right here. Hey, welcome! Come on out! Hey, come on out! Hey, you take a come on hey, in here, buddy. Oh yeah. Okay, oh, no. this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. I'm not keeping on this stupid suit anymore. <laughs> oh, Eric, you don't have a speedo. <laughs> you don't have a speedo. Oh no! He didn't have a speedo. His oh, ass is inverted. <laughs> oh. What? Put him in the picture. Put him in the picture. Uh, yeah, we forgot fine. the picture. Okay, we gotta hurry up before he uh turns it's to like, like a uh, picture uh, with this upside down asshole. <laughs> All right, everybody smile. One, two, three. Mars. Speedos. Jeez. All right, I got it. <clears throat> Wanna right. take a fun one? Wanna take a fun one? Let's take a fun one. Right. Okay, yeah. all right. One, two, three. Okay, the Ooh, fun one was almost no. the same, but okay. All, All right, right, so I gotta, I gotta give you guys a tip. Uh, this guy is good because he's wearing the speedo and the wine shirt, but you guys are bad. You're looking at, you're like a colonist. You're, you're invaders, <laughs> and oh. if you're not careful, you're about to get picked off because we have a whole thing going on here, and we don't like you. So picked off. Oh, yeah, that's right. Off. Yeah. It's because we, I'm we, wearing pants, isn't it? What? No, it has nothing to do with I'm it whatsoever. Spacesuit pants. And because I'm a woman out wearing my spacesuit pants, you're making up some crazy thing. And you know what? It's 1933, okay? It's time you stop, you know, doing what you're doing. You know, Liz, before this, we were all a bunch of very progressive, smart NASA scientist astronauts. Yes. But uh -huh. you know, You've Except turned us Eric. all into pigs now. <laughs> yeah, Eric's an inside-out <laughs> asshole. <laughs> but now we're all pigs. Well, like always, it's the woman's fault, I suppose. It's all your fault. <laughs> oink, oink, oink. Oh, my gosh. What What does that mean? <laughs> Why can't we just learn to live in peace and harmony? Why does it have to be picking off one by one? I mean, we're all... Why does sexism follow us to Mars? Yeah. Because it's her fault. <laughs> Well, if I just, you know, if y'all just came up here by yourselves and I wasn't here, you know, do you think that'd be fair to the well, human race to not tell include? You what, I'll, I'll help you guys out, guys. I'll help you guys out. Just come into this, my, come into my space pod. Okay. Come on in. Come on in. Right. Come on in. All right. All right. Wow. Here we come. Here we go. Sure come about this. Come be in here. It's not the biggest room in the world, but it's, you know. I'm locking the door right now. Why are you locking the door? Uh, Why are you locking the door? Why are you locking the door? 
Um, I love the atmospheric pressure is slowly dropping. And why do you have? You. Why do you have a scale version of the Jeopardy set in here? What is this? <laughs> I got it in a dumpster in the corner. <laughs> oh, that's my. What's... That's my personal stenographer. You'll be you'll be recording this, and you should be getting me a draft next month. <laughs> it's a oh, long time. Categories are cars and get paid. <laughs> blackout, blackout. <laughs> this shit, guys. Yay. Oh, fun. Yeah. Nice, fun. I mean, we almost kind of did a Herald anyways. You know? Almost. <laughs> I'll bet if you went back, I'll bet you're right. Yeah. I mean, we did games. They hit the game. We did group games. We did tie-ins at the end. It's true. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys want to do social media? I'm going to head out. All right. Okay, yes. Uh, yes. Hi, I'm Dorshay Middleton. <laughs> My Insta is Dorshay Middleton. Uh, yeah, that's, cool. that's it, pretty much. Hey, I'm uh, an oh, oh, no. Oh, oh a classic <laughs> kerfuffle. A classic <laughs> kerfuffle. Go ahead, go ahead. Should we assign? Uh, I'm sitting. <laughs> Darren, uh, Instagram, Darren 2 Davidson. I'll go next. Uh, <laughs> Asan, uh, you can find me at Asan the DJ on social media. My name's Scott Moore. You can find me on Instagram at Scott Moore eight nine. I'm Oscar. This was a lot of fun. At Oscar too tired everywhere. Uh, I'm Eric Pastor. Not to get one up by Oscar. This was freaking sweet. This was freaking so much fun. Uh, even more fun than what he had. Um, I am on. Uh, I, I'm on some stuff. I'm on Instagram at. Uh, Varric Pastor, and um, that's pretty much it. Uh, yeah, that's it. All right, you guys, it was so fun to play with you. Thanks, Thank Liz. You for hanging out. Thank you, Liz. Thanks, guys. Thank, Thank you, everybody. You. Too. Yeah, that was fun. Have a good night. This podcast was created and edited by me, Elizabeth McIrvin. Mr. in the Radio Waves theme song is by Zach Pike.